The reading. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're here. We've made it. It's good, isn't it? Oh, it feels like a long time getting here, especially in the current circumstances, but it's great. What can we say about this reading? So familiar. Well, there's kind of a couple of things that I think are really important. First of all, let's look at the birth of Jesus. I will remember the birth of my own first child, not that I'm claiming that he's Jesus by any stretch, uh, but I remember it really well. And I remember the midwife giving me uh, the baby, my son, when he was born. And he, she put him in my arms and I remember looking at the baby. And, you know, forget the romantic stuff. I had no overly romantic feelings. I simply looked down and thought, oh my life, what am I supposed to do with this? I had no idea. Suddenly responsibility was there. And here we are, we have this perfect example. There's a complete chaos of life. You've got to smile, haven't you? There's a census. Good grief, every week there's a census in the newspaper or a questionnaire or a survey that says this is what people think, this is what people want, and then the next week saying something completely different. But anyway, the chaos of human life is there, and into this chaos of human life comes this baby. Christians claim he's the son of God. The technical word for it is God is incarnate. That comes from two Latin words, in, meaning literally, in, and we pick up the same word in our own language, and carnatus meaning flesh, in some cases podgy or a bit podgy. So here we have this fleshy thing appearing, which is God. It has a number of implications for us, but one very simple one is this, that if it's true that this is God, if it's true he came in, a bit fleshy, and poor Mary and Joseph were sat there thinking, what do I do with this? Then it means that he takes human life, that as he grows up, and Mary breastfeeds him, as he grows up and takes normal human food, as he grows up and maybe fights with the neighbour's kids, as he grows up and learns all about life, to read, to write, to think, to argue, debate, to work. He says, in effect, that all those things are good. In other words, he comes to affirm human life. Yeah, we're messy, we're broken, we know that. But he comes to say, I've got something to say to you something important but most of all I've got something to share with you you see the phrase in the early church was this God became man that might might become God and the whole point of Christ sharing our human fleshiness our human life is to show us what God is like and to say you too can be like this you see the birth of Christ is not just a celebration of birth of a child It's the possibility to accept a vocation. The vocation to become like Christ. The vocation to become bigger than we are. The vocation to become something deeper, richer than we are. The vocation, if you like, to grow up, 
to become full human beings. And that's why Christmas just is a party. It's not about just the birth of this child. The whole point of the birth of this child is a calling to you and me to become something greater and bigger than we are. Elsewhere in the New Testament, one of the writers uses the phrase, you are gods. In other words, just as Christ became a human being like us, we are called to become godlike, like him. And if he's capable of becoming a human being like us, then that must mean we're capable of becoming godlike, like him. Now there's a thought to chew over with your Christmas pudding. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast from the Morecambe Bay Trust Chaplaincy Team. To download more podcasts, please go to the UHMBT website slash services slash chaplaincy. Have a Merry Christmas and a purposeful year.